While reporting on this project, Jordan Brown and, and I, Tatiana Parafinik-Telesnik, sought out the help of Cynthia Prescott. She's a researcher who focuses on pioneer monuments in the West. She sat down with us after one of her lectures to talk about how pioneer monuments in the West were a racial project. So when I started looking at this, I was interested, that was how I got started on it, is, is thinking about, like, what did they think about these as men and women? Um, and so I was interested in the pioneer mother and father and or uh, UFO. Race wasn't even really something I was planning on talking about, but um, as I would go to academic conferences and present about this or that, I was really focused on depictions of women and white womanhood, and people kept saying, but they're white. I'm like, yeah, of course they're white, because they're pioneers, and that's how we, we assume that all the early white settlers all the early settlers were white, even though they weren't tall. But it took several years of people, like, pushing me on that, like, but you've got to, like, yes, I know. I, I was feeling like, okay, I'm acknowledging, yes, they're all white, and now mm-hmm. let's look at this detail. And they're like, no, you're missing the big point, which is mm-hmm. that this, essentially, this is a racial project that they were doing. I now see them as a means to a racial end, <sighs> right. which, yeah. which I didn't didn't see initially right yeah. I, I mean I, that's part of whiteness it's right it's is part that? of whiteness is that we exactly that we right. don't see it right and so for me this has been a journey in realizing that and, you know so the sesquicentennial of the Oregon Trail in, a, in celebration 1992 it's not wrong to want to talk about Oregon Trail history and try and get people excited about that mm-hmm. um but <laughs> we, there's this other side of it that mm-hmm. you know we need to talk about too we realize now mm-hmm. which we maybe didn't realize in, you know, at the centennial of it. Um, but there's also a hundred years of of nostalgia and like, oh, another pioneer mother in a sunbonnet. That looks mm-hmm. like Little House in the Prairie. We like Little House in the Prairie. Right. That's no problem, right? Until it becomes a problem. What should happen moving forward? Because now we know this for a fact. It's not people's suspicions or gut feelings that we're operating. It's historical documents and transcriptions of speeches. So what do you do from there? I don't know, you know, and I and I wondered this about the Confederate monuments as well, that okay, we know that they were that it was a racist project at the time, right? It's well documented in the case of the Pioneer Father. Um But I'm where you know people talk about oh is it erasing history to take these down? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I, I don't buy I, I don't call it erasing history because it's it gets murky, right? So if you take down the sculpture, you're not erasing the past events, right? Mm-hmm. You're not changing the fact that people actually came here and settled, nor are you changing what it meant like our interpretation of why they came mm-hmm. or our interpretation of why someone put up a sculpture to it. But you are I seeking see. to change how we remember mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. past events. That was researcher Cynthia Prescott. I'm Tatiana parafinik Telesnik. This is from Inside the Newsroom. You can read the full story online at registerguard.com.